1: hey everybody tonight we're debating whether or not christianity is true and we are starting right now with trey's opening statement thanks for being with us trey the floor is all yours
2: all right thank you very much i'm very grateful for this opportunity to engage my ideas in the marketplace of free exchange i'm grateful for the modern day debate and james coons he's always very kind and uh charitable and i appreciate his uh willingness to host this exchange and i'm also Grateful to Skylar Fiction, we go back several years. We have uh, been interlocutors um, probably as much as many as eight years ago, and I uh, haven't seen each other for quite a while. So Skylar's is glad to see, glad to see you. I'm I'm glad we can uh, have this interaction. And um, uh, as as our um, topic for tonight is uh, on the veracity or the truthfulness of Christianity, I bear the burden, and I'm very happy to do that. And therefore, I need to go first and to give my opening remarks. And um, I'd like to, when I begin, I'd like to delineate my approach uh, from uh, other approaches that most people use today. Uh, not many people have uh, seem to be familiar with my perspective. I'm a classicist. And uh, most people uh, in, in these areas, it seems like, are generally um, uh, evidentialists. And an evidentialist is someone who uh, uh, seeks... To gain knowledge through sense perception primarily, and uh, which is a wonderful way, I'll use this some in my argumentation somewhat. But uh, at the foundation, I don't like to use evidentialism because it cannot give certainty because our senses, you know, trick us, and this is why science is always changing—our empirical science—and so uh, I prefer to have some kind of approach that can give me a greater level of certainty. That's uh, what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm not looking to make a case from my perspective to say. Well, at base, it's, it's probable, it's more probable than not that God exists, which is what most uh, uh, evidentialists will do. They'll usually have a cumulative approach where they'll um, uh, give evidence for uh, maybe the uh, reliability of Scripture's predictive prophecy. And they'll usually, you know, focus on the resurrection and uh, say uh, it's more likely than not that God exists. I'm not going to make that case tonight. I'm going to make a case for the analytical necessity of God. Um, and um, so, so my case is going to start out as a, a rational one. Um, and analytical reasoning can get a certainty. Um, I can, uh, some some examples of analytical truths would be like two plus two is four, or uh, which I will use, employ with my perspective, which is uh, a, a uh, argument from contingency. I would employ the causality argumentation, which is, um, basically relies upon the principle of causality, which in itself is an analytical statement. It's analytically true. It's not something that's empirically, necessarily empirically verified. It cannot. It must be true by definition. Skylar and I could probably uh, dig into that more as we uh, engage further uh, in our exchange. But then there's also uh, presuppositionalism, which is uh, another popular approach. And uh, it, like me, is seeking to make a rational argument and employs the transcendental argument for God and uh, says that, you know, you cannot have something instantiate um, like the laws of logic or more code without a uh, eternal, personal, and changing being. Um, which the argument is fine as far as it goes, but the problem is, is they employ uh, informal fallacy um, in the uh, formulation of their perspective. And uh, p- commits a petitio princippis fallacy. In other words, it says you can't get to the God of Scripture unless you begin with the God of Scripture. And what they do is they're confusing the order of being, or the ordo ascendi, with the ordo cognoscendi, or the order of knowing. So epistemology and ontology—they they confuse and conflate those categories, and they commit this fallacy, and therefore render uh, the perspective uh, unworkable. In my perspective, um, although I think I have many friends who uh, hold to this perspective, and uh, I myself—I I should say this—I'm a I'm a, a Reformed Baptist uh, in my uh, orientation. And so I very much appreciate a lot of my presuppositional brothers. I just think their apologetic methodology is deeply flawed, and I think that it needs to change. From my perspective, presuppositionalism uh, made its way into the church through the Enlightenment. So from my perspective, presuppositionalism is not faithful Christianity. It's just a Kantian idealism with Christian lipstick on it. Um, Anyway, I don't want to go off too much on that. But um, and then finally, I've got my perspective, which is called classicism. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to begin with an analytical approach. Uh, and similarly to um, presuppositionalism, but I'm not going to employ an informal fallacy uh, in the way that I argue. And so usually when I make my argument, I do it in three three parts. I will uh, first demonstrate the necessary existence of uh, basically necessary being or a self-existent being in order for there to be contingent being. And then uh, I will move on to uh, a little more clarity with the existence of God. And I'm going to uh, argue for moral law or teleological or purpose within the universe, uh, basically saying that uh, purpose cannot instantiate unintentionally uh, in the universe. And um, so uh, we're, we're purposing to have this conversation. Therefore, there must be something uh, eternally purposeful. Um, and so those two arguments correspond with uh, chap- Romans chapter 1 and Romans chapter 2 in the Bible. And those are usually categorized historically not as theology, but as philosophy, because it's uh, information that is available to everyone, and it is information that is uh, irreputably true. Um, if you grant my uh, epistemological presuppositions, um, then those two uh, arguments are true by definition. They are irrefutable, and um, they, they they logically follow uh, uh, from the facts that I will lay out when we begin. Okay, so, um, but then once we get the uh, existence of God and teleology established, then we move into the specifics of the God of Christianity. And, um, and so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, uh, move into a realm not of analytical certainty when I go into the evidence for Christianity, but it will be an evidential argument there uh, with not the same level of certainty uh, but it will give reasonable definition to this God that has been demonstrated, who is moral in nature and to whom we are accountable. Um, um, I'm hoping we can actually get through the argumentation. Some, I, I, I think, Schuyler is. This was this debate was uh, categorized as atheist versus Christian, but I believe Schuyler is a deist or a theist of some sort. Um, so, if that if that's the case. We will probably uh, zip right through the first uh, approach and then move on to the other two. Um, I'm hopeful that we can do better than we did with Matt Dillahunty and him whinging and crying and calling names and acting like a child. I apologize. I I, I shouldn't. You're, you're right. I shouldn't uh, attack Matt here. He's not here to defend himself. Um, um, uh, but anyway, so those are the only four possibilities. And uh, maybe Skyler can come up with another one. I've not, not heard one in over a decade. But. Uh, maybe he can uh, add something to that and uh, we can discuss it. And so um, with that, that is my opening argument. Again, it's a contingency argument. And once we begin, after Skyler gives his opening remarks, I will ask for a few epistemological tools if you will grant them. And we've done this before. I don't know if Skyler remembers, and he, he, I know that he will grant them. And, uh, and we can move into the, dis- the distinctions of that argument and engage them further.
1: You got it. Want to say, so many mute buttons, so many unmute buttons. Want to <laughs> say, folks, thanks for being here at Modern Day Debate. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from Christian, Muslim, atheist, you name it. We are glad that you are here. And want to say, folks, if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, we have many more debates to come. You don't want to miss them. So hit subscribe right now. We'll kick it over to Skylar. Thanks for your opening. Pray, Skylar, the floor is all yours for your opening as well.
0: Yeah, I just I I want to say, first of all, thank you for having me on again. I've been here since the early days to talk about me and Trey having conversations. But, man, I was looking back and I've been on this channel coming on for years and years and years. And James has always been a great friend. Uh, I do want to be clear what the topic of the debate is, which is, is Christianity true? Uh, It's not that we're not doing a comparison of worldviews of my particular God belief versus your God belief. Um, So I think what there is, it is does, does definitely adds a. Interesting dynamic for Trey here because he's probably used to talking to atheists quite a bit, uh, and I I believe in a God, so I'm going to grant a creator already. Uh, I'm even going to grant that morality is uh, rooted in its foundation, right? So I'm going to I'm going to grant objective morality within that God that I believe in. So when we talk about Christianity today, it's going to be Trey's job to try to show Christianity is the case and that. Uh, these beliefs of Christianity are rational and reasonable. Now, I often like to just kind of lay out a basic idea, like kind of like how the Bible lays out Christianity, which I've talked to Trey quite a bit. He is a Bible-believing Christian. Uh, he takes a lot of these scriptures very literally. Uh, but we can start with the whole idea of how uh, Trey's going to be forced to argue that there's a thing called original sin that exists. All right, and this original sin that people are born with because of Adam's federal headship, because God made Adam, uh, because he chose to, I guess, just wanted to, made Adam the, the federal headship of all human beings. And because Adam failed in the garden, all human beings are born in a way that makes them uh, punishable in any way that God chooses to. This doesn't matter what age. It, it's, it's all justified. Uh, in Trey's view, he's gonna—he's gonna tell you that you know, he's gonna give you the argument that the potter gets to do what he wants with the clay, right? Typically, what he would try to do is kind of argue that you know it's not—he'd try to argue against uh, like a a more a, a moral subjectivist position, like the person would usually hold. I'd be like, well, you don't think morals are really real, uh, but I'm granting that objective morality exists, right? And as we go through. You know, we have all types of things that happen besides, uh you know, this idea of original sin and we're punishing children for the parents' actions, right? We've got a promise to Abraham that was made and the promise was future lands and his descendants would be many and he'd have great wealth, right? This was because of obedience. Um Think about some of the interesting things that happened in that story that, you know, God makes people mutilate their genitalia as a covenant to show that they're with God. But not only, uh, you know, the, the followers of Yahweh, but like the slaves. If you had a slave, you had to mutilate their penises also. Um, And if you're wondering, hey, did he just say slave? Well, yeah, of course, because slavery is endorsed by the Old Testament God, Yahweh. Tells people you can own slaves. He tells you you can own women as property. He tells you you can own, you can sell your daughter as a slave to get out of debt. And unlike the men, the women don't get freed after seven years. Well, of course, that's for the Hebrews. Like for non Hebrew slaves, these folks can be uh, put in enslavement for life. They're considered property, they can be forced to work with rigor. We have examples all over the Bible of God who's supposed to, and this, this is what I remember. We were, I was actually watching an older conversation of Trey and I. And one of his main focuses was that humans have intrinsic value. Right. I agree. I agree. God gave us intrinsic value, but then your God that you worship. Like. Completely does the opposite of showing that he has that humans have intrinsic value. Right. He does violent things to them when not necessary. He drowns children and babies, has humans mutilate other humans and cute children. He has. He allows for sex slaves, for men, Israelites, to be able to capture other nations' women, force them to marry them, and then uh, they get to have relations with the women. You know, we can go through all these different examples in the Bible of how this Old Testament God or the whole God, really, and it's the same God. The, the whole Trinity thing is a whole other strange paradox when you think about the idea it's one person but three different minds, three different wills, but somehow it's all the same will. But that's not really, I'm not really here to focus on Trinity. I think you can do good with a, a, enough um, examples of how God says he loves and cares about people but does the complete opposite in helping them. He, he literally lets millions of people starve. Lots of people die of diseases that he created as a repercussion of Adam eating from the tree, right? You don't have to believe in a God like that. There's no evidence a God like that exists, right? It's just what Christians think God is based on, based on reading the Bible. Uh, I, like I said, I'm happy for an open conversation. I'm going to grant you some things I won't grant you others. Uh, You're going to have to demonstrate or show uh, uh, certain arguments and things that you're making here during this this debate, but you know I think I'll leave it there. I'm trying. I, I think that's fair. Okay, thank you so much. I look forward to the discussion.
1: Thank you very much for that opening as well. And I want to say, folks, if you have been living in a cave on Mars with your fingers in your ears and you didn't know. Modern Day Debate, live and in person, is going to be in Houston, Texas, on Saturday, September 15th. You don't want to miss this. If you are in the Houston area, there is a link in the description box right now to get tickets. We're going to have two debates there at least, one of which is the one that you see at the bottom right of your screen, Matt versus Daniel. You don't want to miss that one, but my dear friends, it doesn't just stop there. We have another one in particular also on the bottom of your screen now, Aaron versus Jake, Muslim metaphysician on whether or not God exists. You don't want to miss this. It's going to be huge. So check out that link in the description box for tickets so you can watch it live and in person in Houston, Texas on Saturday, September 15th. With that. We're going to jump into the open dialogue. Thanks for your questions, folks. We'll have a Q&A, like always, toward the end, where we will read questions. You can tag me with at Modern Day Debate in the live chat, or you can use a super chat We read those first, and then we read through the standard questions, if time permitting. With that, we're going to jump into the open dialogue. Thanks very much, gentlemen. The floor is all yours.
0: Great. Do you want to start somewhere?
2: Sorry, I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> um, so, scholar, so you will grant that, that there is a uh, a self-existent creator who created us and sustains us, who is uh, necessary in nature, self-existent, and it gives uh, rise to our contingent being and enables us to be. Would that be fair to
0: say? I believe in a God. I believe in a creator the God who has created everything. That's as far as I'm going. And,
2: and you don't you don't have you don't make any assertions about that being at all.
0: No, well, I'm not here to argue my specific religion anyway. So they were the, the debate topic is is Christianity true.
2: Right. But I, I need to know if you will grant my presuppositions, uh therefore.
0: Um no, I'll grant that there's a God that's real. I, I'll I'll grant there's a creator god.
2: Well that's what I mean. That's what
0: the, the pre yeah, well, what yeah. I, should say,
2: I shouldn't say presuppositions, but the you you grant um you grant logic and sense
0: perception, right? I, as epistemological tools okay but what's your what's let's get to the argument man I want to hear the argument for Christianity
2: Scott before you have
0: no I a don't word want to have, God, I, you, I don't want to have a whole conversation about what tools we need before what we' what you're going to be need me to grant you I just want you to make the argument
2: okay I before you have a word of God you've got to have a God of the word There must be a Lord before you have him give revelation. Would you agree with that? This is the time. We can talk freely here. We're not. I I,
0: I don't grant that there there is a word of God.
2: Okay. So he has not revealed himself in this creation.
0: I'm just saying, I'm not granting you that, that the God has revealed. And I'm I'm asking you, you do not Uh, believe. I'm not talking about my position. I'm not talking about my position on God. What I'm saying to you, you asked about like. the. I am saying my perspective
2: requires that. Will you grant that it's no, analytical no, truth? No, no, I
0: no, I won't say that. Uh, well, wait a minute. Analytical truth. I'll grant you analytical truth. I'm not granting you that your God has a book that He wrote His word in.
2: So how do you how do you believe in your God then? I,
0: my God, and beliefs I, are not. Hold up, bro. My, we're not having a debate about my God. We're having a debate on is Christianity true?
2: This is how I know that my God is is exists. Okay, he not we'll only has a argument. book. Okay, not only does He have a book that he has written that is special revelation, but he also has a book that's equally infallible called Natural Revelation. And that's how you know that there's a God, right?
0: I don't grant you that he has a book. You just... I think does he have uh, a so natural... Okay, that. Yeah. Hold
1: on, gentlemen, just so we can... So we could... I'm open to hosting you guys, for real. Like, I'm not just being... Uh, I'm not just... This isn't just cheek and tongue. I'm willing to host you on, you know, what... Reasons does have a have for his position of some sort of whatever it is, but I do, but it's whatever it is, it's not Christianity. And so, given that tonight is on is Christianity true, I do want to talk about like, uh, I do want to keep us focused on there rather than on whatever Skyler's position is.
2: Okay, so from my perspective, I'm going to say that there is a God who has revealed himself, but he hasn't revealed himself merely in the Bible. He has revealed himself in nature. And this is the the first two portions of my argument were for a necessary self-existent creator and uh, that there is a moral law, which basically is going to say that there is such a thing as the sanctity of existence. And um, the reason I'm I'm challenging Skyler is because that's why he believes what he believes, but he doesn't want to go there, but that's fine. Um, but I, I'll tell you just what you believe, even if you don't want to admit it.
1: Well, I don't. Um, Skyler, uh, or uh, regardless of what Skyler believes, that is a different debate. I just said two minutes ago, we can have that another night, but I do want to actually have the debate on whether or not Christianity is true. So maybe Skyler is totally unjustified and a complete idiot. That's another debate. true. It's true. Look at him smile. It's true. But very possible to redirect right, us. Yeah i just want to keep us focused on whether or not christianity is true okay so uh
2: what i'm saying is that that god has revealed himself both naturally and specifically and that there is a moral code that is in this realm and my my second point is basically that we all know that existence is holy all right and so when you look at romans chapter two it says that all men know that there's a moral law and at base of the moral law what you're saying is when you're saying there's a right and a wrong, which Scholar said he he believed in, but I'm 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 fine. I'm with me. But this is why I believe what I believe: that there is a specialness to existence, and if there is a specialness to existence, then it must be valued by something outside of itself that's unchanging and necessary in being. So I'm saying that God is of Christianity at base. Not only does He exist, not only does He create all things and uphold all things, but He values things and sets a moral standard for everybody to keep, and that standard is always going to be centered around. The sanctity of existence.
0: In other no, they, words, that existence is special. If that's the case, then why does he treat women as property and tell uh, fathers in the Old Testament they can sell their daughters into slavery, and these girls don't get to go free as the men do? So, if you value somebody's existence, if you like, you you have intrinsic value. Telling them that they can you can make them slaves for life because they're a woman in no way shows that that's they're intrinsically valuable to you
2: okay okay well so first in the old testament when someone would sell their daughter into slavery what would be the reason for doing that you're the christian because right? they thought it would they thought it would be fun well i'd like to have some interaction i mean well geez, i I,
0: I mean well i mean you i am I'm, I'm going with the bible it says they, they they sold them to get out of debt that's what i said that was okay. the reason.
2: so so they sold them so they
0: would not starve to death right yeah, they sold their daughter. They didn't they have play. social hold security. Hold on, hold on, hold in, on, hold, in, on, hold okay. on, hold on. They sold their daughter into slavery so they wouldn't starve. You're right, right? But yes, you're right. There's no social security. But you know, God can give them other rules. We don't need to have the situation where it's either, hey, become a slave or starve. This is a false dichotomy. You limit your powers of your God and say, no, he couldn't make a better idea or plan. Like, a, hey, instead of becoming a slave, and keeping them, the woman for life, how about you just keep her for seven years? That seems a little fair, right?
2: Well, why don't you, why not just have it where there can be no such thing as sin?
0: How about,
2: In other you words, later? you're saying, well, I think I think God should mm-hmm. have done it a different way. That's your argument.
0: No, oh, oh, No, that's not my argument. I'm just pointing out the differences. Like, I'm pointing out how you say human beings have value, intrinsic value, and they're special to God but then you show how God tells you to treat them, which is contradictory to what you're arguing. Which, if you're going to say, hey, treat women as slaves in order to get out of debt, and then you're going to say, God, this is valuable to God. This is special to God. That's contradictory. It, it, you're, well, I think
2: you're, God Okay, okay? God, give, God gives uh, standards in the Old Testament to regulate the way people uh, uh, live, just like um, uh, having multiple wives. Jesus said he, he never desired that anybody have more than one wife, but God... Uh, rather than judging men according to their sins and wiping them all out, he gives uh uh variables because he knows that or I should say variables, um uh parameters for doing things that they've done, um, rather than wipe them out for everything that they've they've done. In other words, he's accommodating them in their uh, uh sinfulness uh with forbearance and charity, even though it's not his desire. Because from Christianity,
0: yeah. I mean selfish and slavery, okay. Like we could ban selfish. we can complete men with crust testicles can't go to church, right? We ban those things, but slavery was just a step too far to ban for a society.
2: Okay, do you, do you know the difference between the uh, moral and uh, ceremonial law in the Old Testament? Yeah, there are two types you, of law: it, civil it, ceremonial kind of, and
0: moral. Hold, hold on, once again. So, you say is it moral for people to own women as property and keep them for life? Is that a moral action?
2: No, uh, it it was at that time. It was. uh,
0: uh, uh, Is it immoral? Is it immoral uh, in your worldview to own a human being as property?
2: No, no, I don't. No, not necessarily. Depends on what you mean by owning a person.
0: Owning a person is slavery. Like not, they don't get like they don't get freedom. Like the woman in the story, where she she was sold. Hold on, she was sold not by her own free will by her father. She doesn't get to go free. So in that scenario, how explain how that's moral? Or how it's not immoral.
2: I'm well uh, from my perspective. I I don't understand what on what basis you can complain against it unless you agree right. that the sanctity of existence.
0: Hold on, questions aren't complaining about it. I asked you a question. Let's let's get that straight. I asked you a question. I'm not complaining about it. So can you answer the question?
2: Okay, what do you mean you're not complaining about it? You're saying questions aren't
0: well. Questions aren't complaints. No, that's a fact. It's not hypo- It's not. I didn't say it, it was. Uh, it's a contradiction. It's not. I didn't mention you being hypocritical. I'm it's a contradiction. It was a contradiction. A contradiction to say that God values people, they're special and kind, and then His how He treats women in the Old Testament. Hey, you can be bought as slaves, kept permanently for life, and never released.
2: Yes, and the, why is it that people treat each other that way?
0: according to Christianity. Oh, yeah, you guys have this weird fascination where people are born with this nature that makes them worthy of killing and destroying God, destroying them because their nature is so terrible that God doesn't judgment on them. Okay, Skyler, what are your thoughts about Adolf Hitler? (laughs) Not a fan, not a fan of Adolf Hitler. Okay,
2: do you think he should be punished?
0: He's dead, you can't punish him.
2: Do you think that it was right for him to be killed for what he'd done? He, he killed himself. At least, just punished.
0: Well, hold on. He killed himself. He didn't. He wasn't killed for what he did.
2: Um, I'm saying, do you believe that people like Hitler should be punished?
0: Do I, Do I believe in a death penalty for people like Hitler?
2: Yes. Or even to put him in jail? So much. I mean, just do you think that they? What do punished you know, I mean, how, punished how, does to, to, how does this get you to?
0: How How does this get this get you to Christianity is true?
2: Well, because I'm appealing to a moral law, there must be a moral law giver. I could say a there's a moral law. law.
0: Must... I could say that morals are rooted in God's nature. What is? Yeah, I mean, but you what...
2: can't tell me what that moral law is. That's sure, I can
0: give you examples, right? It's immoral to drown babies. Why? Why? Because it goes against God's nature. How do you know? Whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not about your... You this the thing epistemology you're going you right? to oh, no! You don't want to argue epistemology with epistemology, because then I could just throw it. How do you know? right? And then you're going to be like, to well, the Bible us. special revelation, and you're going to say Bible
1: special, I'm oh, sorry. I hate to interrupt you guys, but just to be sure, we don't uh, do some sort of examination of Skyler's view per se, just to we focus on the case for Christianity. As, let's say, theoretically, for the sake of argument, that Skylar had like the worst position ever. I mean, it's awful. It's so, terrible.
0: But, it's not but, real. <laughs> but I, I
1: do just want to... So I, in that case, you know, like it you know, it wouldn't mean that Christianity or Islam or atheism is true. So I do want to focus us on the question for tonight. Yeah.
2: Okay. But James, what I'm saying is for him, for him to... Complain against mine. He must assume my position. That's the problem.
0: I'm not. I'm not complaining. See, you're, that's a straw man. I'm not complaining against your position. I'm showing how it's contradictory. You're right? saying by it's doing, contradictory. Hold on. Which by doing is an, by doing, by doing an internal critique. Right. You agree right. that contra- You you agree that contradictions can make something invalid. Yes, I do believe that right, we must great. be so rational agree. in the we, way that we do things. Okay. So you say that God feels that women or babies are, are special and he loves them he cares and they, they have an intrinsic value but God does not treat people like they have intrinsic value he tells them to mutilate their genitalia he has them think that they're going to have to execute their own children sometimes he does have them execute children so you keep saying intrinsic value they're, they're everything and then we look at the actions and they contradict that right it would be like me saying oh I love my child I love my children. And then you find out I'm abusing them and hitting them and hurting them and vocally uh, and emotionally abusing them, right? These actions are contradictory to you saying that God values these people.
2: Well, no, it's not. I'm saying, do you, do you believe that children should be spanked? No. Okay, do you think they should be punished for bad deeds?
0: Bad deeds? Can you define bad deeds?
2: Uh, mouthing off to their mother.
0: That's an example of a bad deed. What is it? What would you? Do? It doesn't even matter. Do you do? Should there be some form of discipline for my children? Yes, mm-hmm. I discipline my children.
2: All right. Does it
0: hurt them to do that? Physically, no. Not even really mentally. They get more annoyed.
2: Okay, okay. so so you don't believe that? You, are you we, are, you're, we you're,
0: are we comparing like child execution to me like? disciplining my kid because they were no no happening. i want to
2: i want to do a reductive i want to keep it as soft as i can that's fine well, well, wait minute, but we're I not criticizing
0: do. my morality right you, you keep trying to bring this back we're talking about the christian god's morality right so if you're saying but that you're you, you're, you know, you're no, criticizing no, see, i'm not criticizing okay. i'm showing a contradiction yeah, I'm not saying, a criticism. No, no it is not it's not like it's not like me saying oh i don't like your morals because they're bad and mean and ugly Right. That's yes, surprising. you are. That's exactly
2: what you're saying. No, I'm saying that you have contradictory views, and you're saying it's because I, I believe in something evil while still holding to a standard of holiness.
0: Right. So, it, is it evil to drown babies? Yes, it is evil to drown babies, and God Why drowns babies. Be? What do you mean? You said God drowns. I'm pit. not. You're a Christian. I am right? not.
2: I'm talking about for humans to do it. What does the Bible say about human? Oh, beings? oh
0: wait a minute. So it's only. It's only a moral to drown babies sometimes.
2: No, it's only, it's God's prerogative to take life and give life. Do you agree no,
0: with no, that? No, I didn't answer. You didn't answer my question. Let me, let me phrase this It's is it always immoral to execute a baby for a human to execute a baby? Yes. Okay, so God has humans execute babies in the Bible. So God has humans doing moral yes, actions. Yes, because
2: God orders it, but it's not my prerogative to do that. I cannot do that. It's always wrong it, for it's me God's to kill a baby.
0: It's God's prerogative to have babies. That's exactly right. Sliced open because, sorts
2: because babies are born sinners. Right, that's what the yeah. Bible teaches. Do you agree with that, Skyler?
0: No, no, yeah, I agree. That's what you're. It's what you argue, right? So you're saying that because okay, that's what Christianity. Hold on, says. Hold on yeah, sure, sure. You're arguing because they're born sinners. It's okay for God to tell people to slice their little babies' bellies open.
2: It is, uh, uh, yes, it is fine for him right. to bring judgment upon wicked people, and right. there is corollary how damage that, to the
0: children. How, how does the judgment work in that case? First Samuel. So how, how is so What does he do? What does he tell the people to do? First Samuel what? First Samuel 15. Or any example where he goes, just tell me what Sounds he's ordering the judgment. First Samuel 15 is the simple one. Okay. You know the Amalekites? I'm, you remember the Amalekites?
2: Oh, and destroy them, and do not let one person live.
0: Yeah, among right. them, right? So that would you know why he did it?
2: Uh, because they are wicked people. Ooh, they deserve no. judgment.
0: Sorry, you've got to go to the scripture. The scripture actually says it because st- of what their generations had done before. It was revenge. These people hadn't committed the actions that God would. No, no, yeah, you before. don't understand Christianity, scholar. You know, go, let's go to First Samuel fifteen and read it. You could what read does read say about it? Hold on, every... hold on. I will read it for you since you you want to get away from it. No, I don't. Uh, I mean, you're, you're like you're acting like it doesn't say that. Uh, let's see. I know I gotta have it here. But you're uh,
2: you're not you're not reading it in context.
0: Uh, okay. Once again, if you want to tell me the, it tells you the context in there. Hold on. It, no, it, it, it literally tells like you the on. context. Would you let it me talk? Okay. I am I letting talk? you talk. There's no one stopping you okay. from talking.
2: No, I'm t- I'm trying to explain to you. All men are born sinners. No, Everybody who part. dies, the reason there is death in this world according to Christianity is because of sin. We're all dying because we're all sinners.
0: That's I got why, the scripture now. I you, I know this. I know your theology. I know you blame Adam for everything and now everybody's born with this nature. This is why well, No, no, like, no.
2: I don't. The the Bible The Bible does. Says yes, Adam yes. is our federal head so that we I, can have a federal dude, head. I said all this earlier.
0: I didn't misrepresent your religion earlier. I said, this is what you believe. You believe in a federal headship. This is your justification. But you just took
2: First Samuel 15 out of context.
0: Well, no, no, no. I'm going to read it, what it says. It says, look, First Samuel, I said to Saul, I am the Lord who sent to anoint you king over his people, Israel. So listen now to the message from the Lord. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I will punish the Amalekites for what they did to Israel when they weighed laid to them as they came out of Egypt now go attack the Amalekites and totally destroy them, everything that belongs to them. Do not spare them. Put to death men, women, children, infants, cattle, sheep, and donkeys. It, it gave you the context why God was executing the babies. It was for something they didn't do. Now, yes, you can say they all had a original sin, right? But everybody in the Bible has original sin, except for the little bit before Adam. So it's kind of like a red hair. It doesn't even matter, right? So here you go. once what, again. Why doesn't that matter? What
2: what it doesn't matter? That all men are born sinners worthy of death from the womb.
0: Because you have a context where God is telling you why He's doing it. It isn't because they were just sinners born of the womb, He's telling they you they were why exceedingly he's doing it. sinners. That's what? not what He says. Is... It says it was for revenge for what they had done. That culture, not the same, it isn't the same people. So the, even in the infants and the children, you're saying it is perfectly moral to have infants and children executed that had nothing to do with the violence the Amalekites committed against
2: the Israelites. No child, no chi- Would you agree, Skyler, that no child has actual sin
0: when they're an infant, right? No, you're saying they do. They have a, they have an original sin.
2: No, no, I'm talking about actual practical sin. I'm just talking about. I, I don't believe. I don't. We
0: don't share our same definitions of sin. So you believe in a world where people are born, babies are born in a way that God can do whatever He wants to them to punish it. So, I mean, it would be justifiable.
2: I don't believe no, in God like that, Skyler. All men should be
0: dead, and babies. The fact that God so, would and, save and one person—you right? could say it. You could say and babies. It's yes, it's yes, and babies. Babies deserve hell, right? Do they deserve hell? Do they deserve hell?
2: They do in 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 the imputed uh, uh, sin of Adam. They are born sinners. They do ju- uh, deserve hell. All now, when it comes to infants,
0: hell. all babies when deserve they, hell. Yeah, can I finish? When no, no, children, no, that's fine. I
2: just want to make sure everyone heard you. Okay, from my perspective, um, there is a possibility that um, uh, uh, the imputed righteousness of Christ could be applied to the children, but I don't. I don't dogmatically hold to that. I don't know what happens to babies, but I know this, that they deserve damnation and death
0: because
2: yeah. they are born in Adam. They are born enemies of God from the womb. And yeah. if God were just to save one person, that would be an amazing act of kindness. And the fact that he uh, saves as many as he does is, again, it's an amazing act of kindness. It's not an it's not an act of um, um injustice that God is. Killing those that he does, the fact that it's amazing is that he would save anyone.
0: I mean, we you, have can no call, excuse you can out. call it justice. I mean, you can call it justice to kill a baby who's done nothing at all. It is being born. You can say it's justice. That's fun. I mean, that's what that because all you're doing is saying justice is rooted in my God's morality or justice is rooted in my God's nature. And anything my God does is just by definition. So Whatever you want to put in, you can just fill in the blank. God drowns babies, it's just, right? God can make every person go to hell except one person, and it would be just to you, right? You're just saying it's just because God does it. It doesn't mean anything. No, and I'm it, saying it's and just And none of this is the argument, none of this, any of this is any argument for Christianity being true.
2: All right, Scott, is it true that you are a sinner? No. Do you have a moral standard for yourself?
0: It's not no. I don't have one for myself. No, God has a moral standard.
2: Okay, how do you how do you know that standard? Oh, well, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, once again, like, if you want to have a again, this is versus, what's ridiculous
2: about this. Okay, no, no,
0: because what's so, ridiculous is all, all I, is, I'm, I'm, a mon- to, all I'm, I'm doing to get is you preaching, to make an and you can... I'm just trying to get you to make an argument that shows Christianity true. I knew this would be awkward for you to have another God believer and another God believer who could root morality and it's in their God. Yeah, safety. but you're not a God but believer. I am a God believer. <laughs> Regardless are of
1: Skyler's, before we talk about Skylar's beliefs, yes. I do want to redirect us to whether or not Christianity is true. Folks, also, if you want to hit the like button, we do appreciate that support. It means more than you know. We're at 459 watching and 85 likes. So we do appreciate your support. Thank you guys for your likes. Go ahead, gentlemen.
2: All right. So um, the fact, the fact, here's what I'm trying to do, Scott. I'm trying to make a point to say that uh, you want to say it's unjust or hypocritical or whatever for God to bring judgment upon men, even babies in and of themselves. But we all know practically that we sin. You say that you don't sin, but you know that you do. And you know that you don't keep the standard that you want to keep. Nobody does. Empty claim. Neither do I.
0: Empty claim. Empty assertion. This is just an empty assertion on your part. You're the one you, that's you're, asserting moral law. You're you're saying that you know that you're saying that I know that I sin, and I don't even equate sin in the the way we. I don't even use the word sin. First of all, less than less than perfection. But Everybody what, has uh, that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not everybody's definition of what a sin is. Or what, <laughs> you're just you know, playing games,
2: Skyler. Come on. Yeah. Right, argument for Christianity. Okay, well, I'm making an argument. Everybody knows so what, what, what that there's would be a moral law. One?
0: What's is that premise one? Everybody knows there's a moral law. Premise one.
2: Yes. Moral laws exist.
0: Okay, perfect. I'm going to grant you both of those. Let me do premise three for you. Premise three. One of those moral law uh, is objectively immoral to drown babies is number three. How do you know? Well, it's not about what I know. I want to see if you agree. You made the assertion. You did it. Premise three. Premise three. Right. You said one objective moral values exist or a creator exists and then you said objective moral values and premise two came from that creator right and then for premise three i'm saying the objective moral value of not hurting children not drowning babies is part of its nature for premise three do you agree how do you know you i'm asking do you agree you made the assertion you don't have to agree with the premise it's okay
2: yeah you you can't do it
0: i'm not trying to assertion now the burden is yours i'm trying to get you to see if you agree to a premise that's all i'm doing (laughs) and you can't you You want to play a game skyler Right. Name calling is always okay. easy, but no ar- but argument. He who asserts
2: must prove. You said it's morally imm- immoral to drown babies. Did you not say that?
0: Yeah, I'm granting that it's objectively immoral okay. to drown babies. And I'm
2: asking you, how do you know?
0: Because it's part of God's nature. He communicates that through to through uh, how? Gener- th- through my mind. He's able to communicate with me.
2: Okay, so you mean you just have these visions at night?
0: Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I said visions at night. But once again, I'm still waiting for that argument for Christianity that you're trying to get away from. Where, where's the? Audio? I am not trying to get. Where I'm trying to defend one? it, Skylar,
2: and you're gosh, running away. Gosh, you
0: don't need to yell. You don't need to yell, man. What's premise one? Let's work <laughs> with premise one. Premise one, bro.
2: Premise one is that moral law exists
0: Okay. Premise two.
2: That that moral law is based on the sanctity of existence. Premise uh, three. I, I
0: don't agree with that one.
2: That moral law is not based on the sanctity of existence.
0: How would you make that argument? It's not my job to give you how else to define it.
2: Well, Let me ask you that. All right, Skylar, every moral code you can think of, this is a thing, people just don't really think about this, but it's, I, I can't, I've not seen a defeater to it. Every moral law that we have is based upon the idea that existence is special, whether it be like uh, uh, speeding tickets or speeding, uh, I'm sorry, speed limits, lights or crosswalks or rape or um, Uh, medical procedures, everything says that existence is special. Every moral law that we make in society is based on the sanctity of existence. Now, sometimes people,
0: okay, but why? Right? I, I think that's just your opinion. I don't think there's any fact to it. There's no argument you okay, for that. Demonstrate what's wrong with my argument. No, it's an opinion. It's not even an argument. You're making an assertion. Okay, but do you have the a premise reason for your opinion, Scott, because you, because you haven't made an argument to support your oh premise. Gosh. Your answer to me was, how could it be this other way? You basically made an argument from ignorance. Where you're like, tell me a way, Skylar, that could be defined some other way. I don't. You're the
2: one that made an assertion for moral law, Skylar.
0: Premise two. What's your premise two again? You want to... You're that right, all then,
2: moral laws are based on the
0: sanctity of existence. I don't grant you that. You're going to have to make Tell me argument. why. You have no, to tell me why. You that, can't just say I don't not like how, it. That's not because it's not an argument. That's a premise. Do you you not, haven't argued do you not, the, the merit of the premise. It's not an argument. It's but but we premise.
2: have to, Skylar, listen, we have to agree on the premises of the argument. Do you agree with that? I can't make a premise no. that you don't agree with and then somehow get a conclusion that we're gonna agree on. Right? Exactly.
0: So it looks like your arguments aren't okay. going
2: very far. All right. So tell me what's wrong with saying that all moral laws based on the sanctity of existence. Because, That's it's your just, burden.
0: because it's just a claim. You haven't demonstrated that claim to be the truth or the case.
2: I said that every I gave you several examples and you said, Well, I just is it is it my intonation? Yeah, you don't like? Yeah, or yeah, give it give me what it? is it?
0: So giving a couple examples does not mean you've demonstrated all cases. Right, because you were okay, trying to give say, me an example that is a defeater. That's you an it? argument from ignorance. Now you're asking me, oh my god, to give you the argument. Well, you tell no, me, no, 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 I don't I, know what I, it I, is,
2: Skylar. Listen, my friend, I gave you an argument.
0: I don't, I, I said don't, I don't, that I every single
2: promise. moral, give me one example of a moral law in our society or society ever that was not based on a sanctity of existence
0: moral law or legal law,
2: moral law. Le- I don't law, know what legal I don't laws know, who, based who, upon moral what, Whose
0: moral laws are you referring to?
2: The The one that you say does not set, set, set well, on you, the sanctuary. You're talking
0: to you about all, though. Why would you just be referring to mine?
2: I, you made an objection to my claim. You now bear the burden to show me what's wrong with my claim.
0: No, that's not how arguments work. When you have premises... Yes, it is how it works. When you, when you have premises an and a seal, You
2: th- have to rebut it. If you when say, you, well, I don't know, there no, must be some answer know. that you say there must be some rebuttal, but I don't know what it is. That's a Raptor
0: concession. Jesus. Hey, Trey, Raptor Jesus created everything. Oh wonderful. Debunk, wonderful. debunk
2: well it. Done. Debunk well done. Well done. Well done. Debunk it. Okay, Raptor Jesus. Is Raptor Jesus uh historical?
0: Yes. Give me the give me the history. You have you're you're not aware of this? The Raptor Jesus history? How are you gonna debunk something you're not aware of? Right. Did he freeze? Oh, I thought he froze. Fill me <laughs> in. No, no, no. I can't. No, you need to do your own research on Raptor Jesus. Oh, <laughs> you and make this and
2: I need to do the research to debunk it.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're saying, like, you could just debunk the a a You could just see name calling, name calling. I'm sorry. There's the Christ Well, no, it's the Christ loving you. You could see the frustration. This is what oh, happens. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you, you people like. You, I'm really you.
2: frustrated. I can assure you.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, when you say you aren't, it really shows that you are, though. Right, and then calling oh, me names, okay. yeah, and calling me names like it should be better. You should be better than this, man. Okay, but it's okay. so but anyway, tell me about. I don't grant your Jesus, premise, Jesus. Tell me yeah, about it. It's not Jesus. really relative to. The okay, you. you're going to want to go back. Argument. I, oh, I well want to go back to Christianity. I made my point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure did. <laughs> oh my! Do you think owning, uh, buying children uh, is immoral? Yeah, you want to go back to that? You know, I I want to. I want to ask you: Do you you think buying children is objectively immoral? Buying children is property.
2: Um, I think that um, it is a time that is uh, uh, a time that I have no desire to return to. Are you a moral relativist?
0: uh, Talking about the time period and what's moral here?
2: Yes, yes, I do believe. I believe the time and the covenants have an impact on the way that we are to live.
0: Oh, so God Um, is God's morals based on relativism or his nature here? uh, It's based on his nature. And okay, he deals so, with man in different, no, what well, you, you um no 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 you can't it's like what you're trying to do is try to like when when you make the claim like God is the moral foundation like it's like you're saying he's the truth teller but then you're trying to say but he can lie in some in, in certain situations right what that's mean? what you're doing right so for instance like you want to say it's objectively immoral to rape right and I could list every scenario and you're going to be like it's objectively immoral to rape right. But then I find one scripture where God tells people they can rape and you're going to be like, well, in certain cases, it's okay to rape, right? And I can do this with all these violent things, genocide, rape, slavery, right? And then you want to say, God's the moral foundation, right? But if I ask you, can God lie, Trey? Can God lie? I would hope you say no, right? Why? Because that would go against his nature. Because he's a truth teller, right? So if I say, Hey, no, no,
2: he's not frustrated by anything. A lie is something, yeah, a lie is an imperfection. And God, if he's imperfect, it's also not 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 not
0: telling the truth. It's also, you know, do you know
2: what an imperfection represents? It's also
0: not telling the truth, which is my point, right? God cannot not tell the truth because he's a truth teller, whatever, right? That's not the kind of it's want you want to say that God can do immoral actions he could tell people they could rape women he could tell people they could own slaves I didn't say right? that I didn't say it was immoral
2: for for God to give action I know to kill, I know. People so, to kill them or to take wives for themselves from women who deserve to die
0: but everybody deserves to die
2: that's exactly right and I'm not so, saying uh, I had that problem so, so,
0: so I mean by that logic why can't he just why can't he just kidnap these these children and force the women to marry him at some point? Like you can kidnap a little 13-year-old girl in another year, you can marry her, I would imagine, right? I don't I didn't understand that point. In the Bible, you realize that God tells you you can capture women and keep them as your wife after you've executed their whole families.
2: Of the, yeah, of the enemies of Israel if they're a virgin.
0: Yeah, this God sounds really reasonable.
2: Well, he's certainly not something to be trifled with.
0: Well, no, I, I just this this is a You know, you want to talk about here. I'll give you a moment. I talk about my God for a minute compare it, right? Right. These actions you're talking about uh, are monstrous, right? The idea of a God telling a human being to go execute a child. Let's think about the other perspective. You're, You're the Israelite, right? You're some poor fucking sap who now has to go in and slice open little children with swords, right? Because God couldn't just go and make their souls come out make the babies drop dead, right? He couldn't do that. He wanted to make soldiers go through and slice them open, cause them PTSD, all kinds of suffering, Mm -hmm. right? That's just cruelty, cruelty. And a God of love, a God of kindness, a God of generosity would not put such cruelty on its creation. Those are not things of love. What you have is a Mesopotamian religion that is exactly like the culture was, and you guys still worship it. Go ahead.
2: The Mesopotamian culture was not monotheistic, uh, Skylar.
0: I think you missed the bigger picture, but go ahead.
2: Well, I think that that's a, a fundamental part. It's not like all the religions that were around it. It's quite you know, different, saying, actually. The
0: violent the violent stuff that was going on actually is very the same in Israel as it was in the nations around. That's my point, right? Um, they were sa- Israel sacrificed their babies to Yahweh, so do the other nations around them, right?
2: The well, same no, level rebu- of violence. No, no, no. God that's- rebuked them for sacrificing their children.
0: To their gods, right? No, they did used to sacrifice. Yeah, of course. He, yeah, he, he, he rebuked them, and then he has people sacrifice children. Like who? Like he was going to? Well, for instance, you're, you're sacrificing and killing children when you go in and you're executing these towns, these little kids.
2: No, no, that's not a, that's not a sacrifice to him. That's executing judgment upon uh, a people for being born, for being sinful, wicked. People.
0: no 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 it's, it's just for being born that's they were born in a way that makes them worthy of punishment not the, any of the actions, actions that they did because the actions are kind of irrelevant that's right. they As already child, have this no. right yeah that's right i mean listen you can feel free to worship that god it's, it's cool a, you can worship a god which, that like targets children and makes people do violent heinous things i don't find that rational i don't find it reasonable right a loving and kind god doesn't have to do those types of things to his creation you're you want to make the argument that god does those things have at it, bro. It's just very uh, well. It's contradictory if you say that God loves and cares about people. I have not.
2: I have not expressed one contradiction yet, Skylar. Not one. You may not like it, but I'm not being contradictory in any way. Well, if
0: you, if you say God loves children and then He does those violent things to children, He doesn't love them.
2: Yeah, He does have a general love for children, um, but not everybody has the same. God does not have the same love for every single person equally. Would you agree with that? Do uh,
0: you tell me more? Like, tell me more. What? So, what, what kind of love does he have for other people? Is there somebody he doesn't love?
2: Well, there was. Well, for example, with Jesus, there was. Are the you? Are you Jesus love?
0: Are you a Calvinist? Like, do you have election? I am. The end. Oh yeah, shit! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! First of all, that, uh, no. You well, i it took me a minute. I thought I should have thought about that. Okay, <laughs> so you believe in an election, bro? So there, people. God literally. <laughs> this is. Let me let the audience out there. This is what Trey believes. God elects people before they're even born, right? Who he's going to offer salvation to or offer grace to, right? And what that means is now if he's offered grace, they have the ability to be able to accept Jesus Christ that died for their sins, right? But unless he offers you grace, you don't have that opportunity because you're not elected, right? So you want to talk about a system. And if I were to ask you, Trey, what is the criteria for election? Could you tell me?
2: Uh, yeah for his own pleasure
0: right what does that mean for his own pleasure
2: for his own pleasure do you not know what those words mean
0: well no i don't understand what that would mean to a god how a god would feel pleasure in choosing some to offer salvation to and then others not to offer salvation
2: to well christianity teaches that god not only is love but he's also holy do you agree with that
0: Right? It, I mean, if you're just going if if to call it holy to pick who he wants, but you're not telling me the criteria, you're just saying it, ple- it gives him pleasure or for his pleasure. I don't understand it, what's the reason it,
2: here. It, he does it for his own glory and it glorifies him to execute justice upon the wicked, but also to show mercy on those who deserve his justice. But don't all of them deserve mercy? No. Why do only some of them deserve mercy? Because that is... If everybody deserved mercy and everything were, in other words, if there were no such thing as evil in the universe.
0: No, no, no. Why do, Why doesn't everybody deserve mercy?
2: Because God has ordained it that way. Perfect. So all, uh, so, all,
0: yeah, so all you're saying is all people don't deserve mercy because God has ordained it that way. He He has right. ordained that not all people will have mercy. And that only some, some will have, have mercy, and some will yes, have mercy. Some will have justice, but it's not. They like, said, "But mercy." First of all, mercy is the turning away of justice, not turning away. Getting rid of justice is the relinquishment of justice, right? Because you're not doing the punishment for the crime. You've, you've, you've. It's been taken away, right? Right. So it's kind um, of a negative end. Yeah. I so, think uh, grace
2: is actually showing kindness, a positive showing of kindness to that to that vessel of mercy. Well, I mean, it's not. You know, with, there's no free.
0: There's no free will for human beings. They're basically robots. It in their, it's no. There's no, no, no free, there's will. free will. It, yeah, they're robots in this scenario. Can someone no, go against? Hold on, can someone go against God's decree?
2: No, they cannot.
0: No. So if God decrees a human to do X, can that person choose to do otherwise?
2: From our perspective, yes, everything has changed. This is the thing you've got. You've got two perspectives, uh, Skyler. We're talking about here. We've got God. Answer
0: my questions. No, no, no. You're not answering my questions. No, you if just interrupt me constantly. No, no. If 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 somebody does, if God ordains, uh, Skyler is going to do X. Right? Can I go against God's ordination?
2: No, no. I don't say that God. I do free Skyler, can I please answer? You interrupt me every time I start talking. Okay. If God, or, I'm not saying God ordains what scholars going to do. I'm saying God ordains everything that comes to pass,
0: like pornography. Everything, pornography, every pornographic he, video. God in detail make no, that. He
2: he makes use of secondary causal agents in doing wickedness, but everything he works according to the counsel of his will I, and toward is, those who look at pornography, he 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 ordains justice for them. He, well, he, he
0: created po- he created pornography through secondary. Secondary uses, basically. He didn't directly do it. Well, what is it, Matt Slick says? Direct direct decrees and indirect decrees, basically, where you're setting up the chessboard for it to happen. Like, he didn't make people make porn, but he set up the environment where they would make all these interesting adult videos, all from what he wanted for his good pleasure.
2: He ordained, yes, he ordained the reeling. I I mean, St. Augustine said, Oh, Felix Culpa, oh, oh, happy sin. It is through, if there were, let me ask you this, Scholar. when you go to a movie, what do you go to see? Any kind of movie. Well, really, any movie. Well, to be
0: entertained, just to be entertained.
2: Right, right. And what, what so you got the, you got the protagonist, you got the antagonist, right? And then you have some kind of conflict, all right? And then you have a climax, and then you have a resolution, all right? When you go to a movie, you are going to see, in some sense, going to see and be entertained by evil not the triumph of evil but the destruction of evil if there were no such thing as evil can you tell me what the idea of valor or courage would mean
0: i i don't use your terms when it comes to evil i don't even know what you how you define evil no do you know
2: what it's the lack of the good
0: you define evil as the lack of the good and what is good
2: right it's a it's a privation of the good good is a sanctity of existence
0: what is that what is the sanctity of existence
2: existence is special Anything that promotes existence is so a sanctity So good existence.
0: is that the existence is special. I don't understand how something would be good or bad by that definition.
2: Um, helping an old lady across the street would be sanctifying her existence. Would you agree with that?
0: I don't know what you mean by saying, like you just said sanctify. You know what existence? it means to it means sanctify? So, no, but, to but set you, it apart. You, why are you why do you keep like why are you loud with me? I'm just trying to understand what you're saying here. You're you, am, I, you gave am me, I
2: raising my voice?
0: Yes, you keep raising your voice towards me. So here's the thing, right? I, I was asking you oh, about too loud. no, it's not the volume. Um, so here's the thing I asked you to define what that meant, and you said specialness of the universe, right? And then I was like, well, what is how does that make something good, something special? This the world? Then you gave me an example of like a granny and helping like a woman across the street, but. I don't understand how that's the specialness of the universe there. No, no. How the specialness is, is Granny a part of the universe? Is that, yeah, of course she's part of the universe. Okay. She exists, so right? I am well, sanctifying I, or existence. hypothetical in, we're
2: doing. Yeah, I mean. I am, I am sanctifying existence for that portion of the universe that she is by helping her cross the street. Now, evil would be to ignore her or to... God forbid, even push her in front of the car or something like that. That would be evil. It would be a privation of the good. It would be uh, a shortcoming of sanctifying her existence.
0: How about uh, about holding her as a slave? Would that be unsanctifying her existence?
2: I think that it is possible, theoretically possible, to have a slave and sanctify existence. In other words, you even you, when we
0: you can hold somebody uh, against their will
2: can i can i and no no no, no, because I want no, to clear.
0: no i'm i not i'm not that's how that. well that's how i'm gonna defer to uh t-
1: to uh trey on this one let's hear the rest from trey we'll give him another 30 seconds and then we'll kick over to you skylar
2: okay so the uh uh today we in a sense we indentured servitude is what we do when we go to work for somebody else we'll say I am going to come and work for you. I'm going to do what you tell me to do in exchange for you give me money. And of course, it's a very, very limited uh, authority they have over us. But we are subjecting ourselves to that person in servitude for them in exchange for money. So I would make the argument that a very fundamental, basic, light sense that we all do that to each other. And in indentured servitude, I'm not talking about people who are kidnapped because kidnapping carried the penalty of of, uh, murder or a uh, death penalty in the Old Testament, but I'm saying that people like um uh, uh, taking people as a slave in order for them to live and not starve to death. They could indenture themselves, as you well know, in the Old Testament. Now, there's a difference okay. also in that with the people who are the enemies of Israel, uh, they were I'm not indentured about service.
0: Slavery. I'm not talking about indentured servitude. I was talking about the example. Well, that's that's, that's uh, under that's the no, rubric no, it's not. Okay, let me give you an example. Right, first of all. Okay your this idea of uh well let me say this okay we're talking about slavery we're talking like the example of the woman right our children like how about the example of uh, if the slave ma- if the slave master gives his slave a wife uh at the end of the sla- the seven years for the male usually they go free right, right. but then he says hey you know he, if the master's given him a wife and they had children the children belong to the master right right? Now that's ownership of children, and these children are kept for life here, especially if they're little girls, right? Now you're going to say that that is not a a deprivation. You're not going to say that's bad how you defined it. Is that? Um, are you really going to try to make yes, that argument? The, yes,
2: because the perp- the purpose of going into indentured servitude was to be able to survive.
0: It wasn't indentured servitude. To- it was not indentured servitude. An example I just gave you.
2: Yeah, it is. That's what no, that was. Not. You can go no. be a slave, and if he, he gives you a wife, women do not you can go free.
0: Wait, okay. Indentured servitude. Yes, you know you what sign, happens to. Yeah, hold on. You sign a contract okay. in indentured servitude. Those kids don't sign a contract. The woman doesn't get to go free like the men do in indentured servitude. These are not what? the same. It is not indentured servitude.
2: Okay. Skylar, when a woman is uh, in the old uh, Mesopotamian culture, if a woman was somebody else who's white and then she's kicked out on the streets, what happens to her?
0: Do you have a, if, if you're going to give me a historical example and you can quote me something, I'll believe what you're going to say. But asking me a question is not arguing for what uh, any point that I've I am, made.
2: I, I'm saying that a woman has no hope because no man is going to want her.
0: I, I don't and accept so they, that. so therefore,
2: you can't just... Okay, well, that's what Christianity teaches, but if you don't like it, that's fine.
0: Well, I mean, Christianity is bullshit. I mean, you've got all okay. types of crazy things Christianity believes. You believe in talking serpents and original sin, and you think that God's going to make like humans eat their own children in cannibalism, right? You've got all types of strange ideas about your God based on the cultures that wrote the stories right? They're just as violent as the cultures that wrote the stories. And you want to come to me and you want to be all serious and be like, oh, well, no, the slavery we're talking about wasn't the bad kind of slavery. When you own people for life, when women don't get to go free, Tread, that, oh, Chad, Trey, uh, that's not a good thing. And your definition, you gave me a good and bad, it would fall under a bad thing, but you're being contradictory here because you're forced to, because the Bible says in certain no, situations, no, it's okay I... to rape okay to commit
2: genocide. I gave you a a justification and you didn't like it, but you did not prove, not once had you proven me to be irrational or to be contradictory in one specific instance. Not yet. Have you done that?
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, if you you said you, you think God loves children, God feels that children are special. Women are special. I And then what you do, and then you, say, then you have God treat them in awful ways and call that special. I'm sorry. That's fine. I guess we just have a limit of language, right? Your idea of what's good treatment towards people, how you can treat them special, the things you identify as good, right? I just don't share those values, right? I don't think slavery is good. I don't think genocide is good. I'm pro-life. I'm consistently pro-life, right? You don't sound consistently pro-life. You sound like, hey, babies' lives matter sometimes. Okay,
2: well
1: I don't I don't think that uh,
0: any man close,
2: has a right.
1: We're close to the QA. I'll give you a chance. I'll give you the last word, Trey, and then we're gonna jump into the QA. I'll give you about forty-five seconds and then we're gonna jump into it. So folks, if you have any questions, get them in now because QA is only gonna be about roughly 30 minutes. So we're gonna try to move quickly through it. But go ahead, Trey.
2: Okay, so Scott, I wanted to say that I don't I'm not saying that children that anybody has a right to murder a baby. Ever. But the thing that we're arguing over is whether it's right for God to have that prerogative and to have his people do that, particularly in the Old Testament dispensation. We're not in that time now, but that is what uh, you're saying. It's not possible for God to do that. And I'm simply saying that mankind is born sinful. And these people, the peoples that he called to judgment were wicked. And you said that the Israelites were just like the nations around them. No, they weren't. That's why God judged them, because they became like the nations around them. And they, they participated in those wicked deeds.
1: We're going to jump into the Q&A. I want to say thanks so much for your questions, folks. And I want to remind you, our guests are linked in the description. If you would like to hear more from our guests, you certainly can. I encourage you, even if you disagree with either of our speakers, there's nothing better than going straight to the source itself, you could say. In other words, the primary source to hear and understand firsthand what their position is, if you disagree on it. But I want to say, in addition. Thank you very much for your questions. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Manga Fan Dan says, Because Hinduism has similar accounts of the creator God coming down in human form, wouldn't Hinduism be considered just as true as Christianity?
2: Good no question for me. Yes. Okay. Um, Hinduism uh, is a polytheistic religion, or you might say all the gods are the one of the Brahma or whatever, but um, uh, uh, Hinduism, polytheism doesn't work because all of these gods that they have and these differences that they have within them all have these accidental properties, these distinctions that are different from each other, and uh, therefore they cannot be the ultimate reality. Uh, If you're going to talk about a rational, coherent view of God, it must be a singular one god who is the perfection of all that he is who does not have what aristotle would call accidental properties these are properties that we participate in but they're not defined by us for example my hair is an accidental property i'm still trey whether i have my hair or not and anything that produce that participates in accidental properties cannot be the ultimate reality because it is affected by something else to bring it to, in other words it's changing so these gods in hinduism does it's irrational doesn't make sense that's why plato and aristotle and actually, the Socratics and the Greek thought is classical theism. That's why uh, it's very similar to Christianity in their view of God. In that they they got many things right just by thinking about what the necessary corollaries are for uh, an ultimate reality or an apirion. And uh, Hinduism does not meet that standard.
1: You got it. This one coming in from Do appreciate it as well. Lh Rpg Official says. The tech difficulties suck, but thanks for trying. Thanks for your support. Thanks for hanging in there with us, and thanks for your positivity. We appreciate that. Brad H. says, Trey, let's see, says, please, with your opening, instead of giving broad overviews, make an actual case for Christianity. And they say you just give a broad description of apologetics types. Give you a chance to defend yourself. Oh, yeah. So that, that's fine.
2: Um, I and For the opening remarks, for me, it's like I kind of want to get a background and, and try to give an idea of, of what I'm going to do and, and how I am different. And then I end it with the opening of my uh, of my argument for the existence of God. Um, I don't know. I guess I could uh, do more. But it's, to, to me, I like the Socratic method. I keep asking Skylar these questions. I love Socratic dialogue. I'm Unfortunately, it wasn't able to be done much today. But um, I love to be able to, to ask questions and to try to move things along uh, uh, with my opponent by asking questions. And um, so I like to get into the meat of my arguments in the cross exam. For me, the cross exam is the best part, but that's why I like to just chit-chat and talk about things in kind of a free form format because uh, to me it's it's uh, uh more you're more able to get to the heart of what your opponent's view is and to be able to test your own view, by the way.
1: You got it. This one coming in from Contrarian 420 says, Skylar, if you grant a God, then you should be agnostic, not atheistic. Uh, if that's in reference to the thumbnail, that was my fault. I'm sorry about that. Skylar, you've corrected me many times. Uh, they say one can reject the Christian notion of an external entity as God, but believe God as universal consciousness, like some in the East do. Yeah, okay. I think they're referring to my my uh, blooper on the thumbnail. I put you as, so anyway. All updated. All thanks for it's your it's feedback. Good. Genius Tracks says, Jar donation for mute. Let's see. They say, so proud of this channel. I'm a day one fan. Thanks so much, Genius Tracks. And I remember Genius Tracks, no joke. I think was like the, I remember you like one of the oldest people being here with the channel. So thanks for always being so supportive. Thanks for always being so sincere. I love you. And Pointless Poppy says, Trey, does a six year old child always go to heaven when they die? If so, why do six-year-old children still have pain during childbirth? And they say in parentheses, a specific punishment for inherited sin. How is this moral? Six-year-old children have pain in childbirth? Is that what they said? That's what it says. I'm rereading it just to be sure that I, but it does say it says, if so, why do six-year-old children still have pain? pain uh i i think maybe you could let's just, be real the real bad argument, pain <laughs> the argument still holds though like let's say like why does a six-year-old like sometimes a six-year-old will you know have cancer or another painful sure. type of uh okay. experience yeah if they're so, sinless
2: so or right well, well no they're, they're not sinless that's the whole issue that's why there's pain and suffering because all men are sinners and death is a judgment for sin that's why all men die and that's why christ's resurrection uh was the ultimate you know, pinnacle uh, to reality because uh, since Christ has risen, so we should tell, so we too shall, and we shall be free from sin someday. So Christianity teaches.
1: This one from Pointless Poppy as well as "Trey, how come God gave female slaves a lower price than male slaves? Does your God believe the quote unquote intrinsic value of a woman is less than a man?"
2: Sure. Well, see, a, a female slave is not able to uh, uh, make as much money. I'm guessing. Uh, for the slave, that's not something I'm, I really know a lot about. But just off the top of my head, I would say that uh, a male slave is going to uh, be able to go out and work and make more labor uh, for the uh, for the master.
1: This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Oflamio well, says, Skylar, thank you for taking my criticism of your last debate to heart and fixing that resolution."
0: <laughs> trying to be a nicer, calmer Skylar fiction. To be fair, though, my last opponent wasn't. Well, let's not talk about people in here. We'll just say that wasn't the friendliest <clears throat> opponent.
1: What was it you said that fixed the resolution like the resolution of your camera or? Oh, I don't know. Whatever don't it know. is. You look great. Very, very tremendous resolution on your camera. Pointless Poppy says Trey, what are the names of the 500 that Jesus supposedly appeared to? Why did God not ensure that they were each accounted for so that we have a solid foundation for the resurrection?
2: Well, Paul was saying, if there's, there's 500 people, you can go and ask them uh, because he didn't give us the names of those people. You're simply saying, well, I wish God would have done it a different way. Therefore, uh, it's it's wrong. And I don't think that's a very strong argument.
1: Let's see. They say, by the way, Okay, hold on to this one from Oflamio it says Trey is Yahweh afraid of babies. I don't know if they mean uh, like w- was God punishing them because he was felt like in uh threatened by them. I don't know if they're trying to get at that in terms of the flood came up. Tyler said like I, I, I guess oh, I could just simply yours? say no.
0: no." Okay. This one I'm coming not afraid of you? them. Not really much to be afraid of with a baby. Yeah. You know? i mean but I, especially I mean, if you're especially if you're god <laughs> well i mean uh, you don't even to be god a human being uh, could kill an infant pretty easy right but like your god does it for sport doesn't it because it, it pleases for his own good uh his own good pleasure so it is what it is man
2: no he punishes sin for his own good pleasure yes
0: yeah the sin that he he, he created them with yes the sinful nature The repercussions. You're a Calvinist. You you, you God ordained sin. Yes, God is punishing people for the sin that He ordained in the world.
2: Yes, but He did not. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't create it though, as if He's trying to uh, uh, cause um, destruction to people directly.
0: Sin is Um, destruction. He gives man. Sin is destruction. He gives man. I'm sorry. Sin is destruction.
2: Yes, but it's it's so activated. he ordained
0: this structure. Thank you.
2: It's okay.
0: He I mean, it. Yes, he ordained sin and destruction.
2: He did not it. cause, but he did ordain. Yes,
0: I will grant. Uh, to ordain is to cause it. No, to bring into existence to ordain. Now. No, there is no. You're talking about secondary nope. cause. There's right? second, yeah, that's right. Secondary yeah. cause. Element. Yeah, hey, so it'd be the same thing as it's like me setting up a trap for a robber. Okay, I didn't make no, the it's robber not like I fall that. in the trap, I just set up the trap so the robber would fall in. No. It's like setting up a chess game. It
2: is. It is have, you ever, have you ever heard my quote that for Jonathan Edwards? It says, how can God be happy and decree calamity? Well, consider that he has the capacity to view the world through two lenses. Through the narrow one, he's both grieved and angered at sin and suffering. But through the wide one, he sees evil in relation to its eternal purposes.
0: Well, he's like grieved and angry about what he ordained. I don't know what he'd be grieved and angry about. He like, ordained like,
2: this. Like like a mosaic, the individual is ugly, but the whole is beautiful. Have you ever had something bad happen in your I've life, ever, Scott, that made you a better person? He
0: he, literally is grieving and mad about what he ordained to happen.
2: Can can, can you answer the question?
0: Have I ever had something good come out of something bad? with no, your questions?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you ever had Have, a hardship in your life that made you a better person? Yes. I've never had anybody tell me no, not once.
0: I said yes. Okay. That's, but that's, that, but once again, but I, yeah, I, I think like at the start, so you're like, never mind. Go ahead.
1: It's this cool. one coming in from do appreciate it. Uh, Maynard saves says the federal headship of Trump just busted. I don't know what that <laughs> means. I'm behind on the news. Uh, Maynard he just, saves, he just, he just got arrested. Gotcha. Maynard saves says the hilarious subscribers only chat, but they'll take money from anyone. It is true that uh, super chats anybody can send it, even if they're not a subscriber. Because YouTube doesn't even give me the option to make super chats subscribers only. Otherwise, frankly, I would. Uh, I don't know why you're. Some people in just want to have some, you know, reason to, you know. I, I'm just baffled by this. They don't even know what they're talking about, and they want to act as if they're resentful. <laughs> I'm Solid.
0: baffled. I, I
1: can't it. even decide if people ha- are like have to be a subscriber in order to send a super chat, and you're complaining. I like. I'm just baffled. People are just looking for some reason to cry. I'm just wow. Maynard saves <laughs> seriously. You you must <laughs> be a miserable it. person. Pointless well, Poppy says, "Would you punish your grandchild for your child's mistakes?"
2: I would not.
0: No. Why and Why would I, why you do that?
2: Well, God says, um, God says that the the ch- children should not be punished for uh, their parents' sins.
0: Oh, say that people. again. Say that again.
2: That children should not be will not be punished for
0: the parents' sins. And you earlier when you gave a justification for why they could be punished for their sins, like in First Samuel fifteen, which is, we're punishing okay. these these infants for the parents' sins.
2: No, no, they're
0: not. Those those infants are
2: not being held accountable for their parents' sins. They are uh, the the fact that they die. They are justly dying. But when they stand before God, God's not going to say you are guilty for what your parents did.
0: Of course, what, that will not. What, be the case. How how are you going to wait a minute? There is such a minute.
2: thing as collateral
0: damage. But they're but they're guilty for being born, right? He's going to stand. They are going to stand and be like, listen, you were born in a way that makes you guilty.
2: That you yes, you are born represented in Adam. But let let me say something. Oh, me but a wait, a minute. why would
0: why would we blame? Why are you blaming the children of Adam for Adam's decision? Are you saying okay. Adam is a direct clone of every individual can I, human being?
2: Can I, yes. Can I can I explain but, it? But that's
0: just not true. Can I explain it? Well, no one's stopping you from explaining it. And asking you, you, you to explain you it every just, time, Skylar. You you cry. Go ahead, <laughs> <cry>. ahead. <laughs> Skylar. I mean, James teaches... was just James was just oh, talking gosh. about this. It's uh, the whining that's going on today. It's like Trump supporters today. You're a Trump coming. supporter, right, Trey, I would bet? I bet uh, you're just Trump just supporter. go ahead, James. That's right, good. Let's this go.
1: one from Pointless Poppy says, would you pun... We got that one. Contrarian420 says, Trey, do you grant that God is transcendent and that even the Christian concept of God is limited? That description is not one-to-one with the described. I don't understand what that meant. Yeah, God
2: is transcendent and imminent. He's imminent through Christ, and he's transcendent uh, in that he is... Uh, uh, distinct from humanity. He's not like a perfect man grown up. He is a distinction in his perfections, um, but he's not like a grown up man. But at the same time, there is a correlation between us and him. For example, like justice gets its meaning. Everything in its universe gets its meaning from the nature of God. The color red gets its meaning. I'm a I'm a Christian Platonist or Christian realist.
1: You got it. This one coming in from. Uh, well, just to go back to the original part, though, because I know the last part was Confusing, but you say, do you grant that God is transcendent and that even the Christian concepts of God are limited?
2: Well, I I don't think it's possible for any contingent being to get to fully grasp God. We can apprehend God as He reveals Himself, but no, I don't comprehend God in completeness. No, nope, it's not possible. I never will.
1: You got it. This one coming in from. Do appreciate it. Big Thang Flying Wayne says, Trey. Asking people to agree with your assertions is not evidence of your assertions. Do you know the difference between assertions and evidence?
2: Amen. Well, here's the thing is, is when I, when I make a point and my opponent disagrees with that point, I would like them to know, tell me why, and Scholar wouldn't do that. How That's am I supposed not, to know my, my, my point is invalid unless you can show me how it's invalid?
0: No, they're talking about when you were trying to get into my idea of my worldview and you want to talk all about my God and know how I know the morality from my God. Because you questions. make
2: assertions, and those assertions inform the line of questioning. And I'm just simply saying you're inconsistent. You're, you are the very thing that you, you accuse me of.
0: You, you haven't even explained how I'm inconsistent. You just threw in another, another inconsistent claim here, right? All I did was literally... Uh, grant you a couple of things which is and things I can believe God is real and he's a creator and that objective morality is real right where we disagree but you can't tell, me why. By, you can't well, tell I mean, me why you know but that, this so. is where this is where we For disagree how. right this is where we disagreed on what is immoral under objective morality right I would say executing no. babies and children is objectively <laughs> immoral you disagree right I would say owning people with property and slavery is objectively immoral <laughs> you disagree Right, but so you're no not giving me a reason from, why. Yeah, but no, I'm just you're just you're just making message. some claim
2: and saying I, you need I, to believe my claim, and I'm saying, well, tell me why you believe that, and you won't do it.
0: No, 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 I'm just pointing out to the audience that what how what I view as objectively immoral is different than what you view as objective. You're immoral. just giving
2: me a flying spaghetti monster no, answer, and i once again, I'm, second, saying, That's I'm not talking
0: good to first of all, Raptor Jesus, not fly, flying spaghetti monster. Uh raptor Secondly, Jesus I'm forever. just com, I'm comparing the two things here. We have a religion, your, your God belief. Right tells you that it's not objectively immoral to own people as property, to take women and children as plunder, to execute babies. Right, my objective morality it says it is. Right, and Richie right? can't tell me why. It, because it it's goes just, against it's God's the, nature. Because it would go just, against God's nature. Yeah, and I say,
2: how do you know that?
0: See, then it's not that I see. Now you move. But then another you say,
2: goal, oh no, it's your job. And that's fine. You can God, do that. No, self so like, for God. God, is,
0: God has given me that revelation.
2: Okay,
1: how? this one. God this can yeah, go give revelation.
0: Again. Well, God can give revelation to me. Right, you believe God can give revelations to people. You, you, you don't want to be a hypocrite and, and discount your own beliefs, right? I'm just saying that my God has given me these moral intuitions, right, that are based right. on their intuitions, their
2: feelings that you have, but they're, they're not reasoned.
0: Not noted. No, 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 oh, go ahead. We can. I'd
2: love to have a conversation, Skylar. If not here, but in the future, if you would like to talk with
0: us? I'd love. Well, to. well, I'm happy to compare. Listen, anybody who wants to have a debate, my my religious beliefs versus their religious beliefs, absolutely fine. But you need We're to contact to James. You got to make sure James. Well, get anybody to contact James because I'm going to do it on the channel like this. So,
1: we have a question for your position. Rivermania says, "Question for Skylar: How can he justify his?" Morality without God—I I suppose you had said earlier that you. uh will give you a chance to respond, skylar
0: Yeah, you know I'm, I'm a God believer. I believe in a God Creator, right? And I and I can root morality in in, his, in God's nature, just like uh Trey does, and then I, and I can believe just like Trey does that God can give us some type of special revelation, something of revelation.
2: And so, and Scott of believes that it's irrational to not believe in God. I didn't say that. You think it's rational
0: to believe in a God? To not believe in God. Yeah, it could be rational not to anyway, believe in God. Anyway, okay, I don't, I don't want to go into I don't know what that had to do with anything. Like I, I, <laughs> okay, listen, once again. You're not an atheist. I, I'm just saying that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm i a god Because believer. it's irrational. Well, that's fine. I, jump right, I, I would say it's a, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: We want to jump to Simon Allen says, have a pint on me, James, even though you're making the ops look silly. Thanks for your kindness. I don't know what ops means. Is this a uh, new slang that the kids are using? <laughs> You guys know, you sound like me, an old man,
2: James. What are these kids my, saying?
1: <laughs> let me get my cord to plug in. Uh, Skylar, can you Google what ops means? What the young people mean by that?
0: I think it's like uh, operatives, you know, like, maybe us post, post, talking about post, ops. post opera, uh, post operations. And, and it's, it's probably the operatives, it's like yeah, us. It's referring to us, right? Post trains, post operations That
1: can't be. Uh, this one coming in, Laroid X says Skylar's a girl's name. <laughs> yes that's not his real name did anybody know that his real name uh uh is jesse Hmm? lebowitz it's jesse lebowitz
2: i'm not not, no no (laughs) trey Jadlow is my real name
1: i wish i could remember i've done death
0: death threats before
1: one time yours leaked somehow i heard it skylar and i was like really that's your real name
0: they probably know my first name. My last name shouldn't have been leaked.
1: I don't know. But People are, name... des-
0: they desperately want to know. They're like super
1: curious. They're like, really? That's not his name this whole time? It's never actually, like, a... it doesn't say Skylar Fiction on your birth certificate? Skylar I screw Fiction, up, I screw that's up on...
0: hilarious. I screw up on my show all the time do i will my first name, so. This Every once so in a
1: Oh, by the way, I do want to say, folks, thanks for your support. Oh, yeah, I am always so, uh... oh, they say opponents. John Robertson in chat. Thanks for catching me up on what's hip. And they call me a boomer. This one, oh, Corey Clark, Oliver Catwall, and Scott Mitchell. Thank you for being super amazing supporters. We do have channel memberships, folks. Those are uh if you want to check those out. But this next one coming in from where did it go? There it is. Mr. K- Mr. Freenan says, Trey an atheist. Foundations for objective morality are supported by game theory, animal morality, and original position.
2: Wow. saying that there's objective order to the universe? It's unintentional? That doesn't make sense.
1: This one coming in from... Ops means opposition. No, you guys know what capin means, right? I've heard that recently. Something's are cool. there any I saw there were other questions? I think that they're earlier back. Sorry, folks. I, I was a little bit behind on putting them copy and pasting them into my little note here. So if you have questions, submit them. We've got nine minutes left, and then we've got to wrap up. I'm actually excited, someone in chat, I won't say who, but they are excited to try to moderate for modern day debate. So that's exciting. By the way, I want to give huge street cred to Ryan, who's hosted both Skylar and Trey recently. Mm-hmm. As uh, Ryan's been filling in for me, I've been pretty just wiped out, basically trying to get my dissertation done this semester. I'm really wanting to... I feel like Andy... What's his name? Uh, the full name, Andy, in Shawshank Redemption?
0: Andy DeFran. Oh, I wish. I...
1: But Andy, the main character in Shawshank Redemption, I'm almost free. I'm so close. I'm like clawing a little <laughs> bit at the wall with my little stone hammer. Romania says, if Christianity is true, what's the evidence for the resurrection of Jesus? I think it's for you, Trey. Okay, well, you've
2: got the the testimony of Paul, uh, and you've got the testimony of the uh, apostles who um, uh, gave their lives for this truth. Uh, A lot of people are willing to uh, die for what they know is true, but not many people are willing to die for what they are convinced is false. Um, they said that they saw him, he had several appearances, and like Paul said, he said 500 people have seen him uh, risen. And he's, the, the whole thing about the Messiah is that he would conquer his enemies, and it, it also said that he would die for our sins. And, um, um, and if he dies for our sins, and if it was death as a judgment for sin, then resurrection is the uh, uh, reception or the justification for that satisfaction. And so uh, it logically follows. If the Messiah was promised uh, to be uh, die persons, that He would rise again and uh, be a paragon for us for what we can have.
1: Courtney Hendry says, "For Trey, what are you looking at? I need to know. I think this is in reference <laughs> to you looking at the ceiling. Is there something always, in the room with you, Trey?" It's yeah. I know
2: always teasing me about that. I my you know how when you you have a place that you look when you think about things. Yeah, I just, you know, like uh, 11 o'clock uh, toward the ceiling is my favorite place to think. Whenever I'm thinking, which is a good thing. That means I, if you're talking to me and I'm looking up, I'm actually contemplating and trying to, you know, concentrate. But I don't know why. But that's just how I am. Sorry about that. You used to make jokes. Says, Yeah, he's got his notes on the ceiling.
1: <laughs> that's funny. But no, there's nothing.
2: Like... I'm not looking at anything.
1: Courtney. Let's see. We got that one. Thanks, Courtney. Gurmania says, oops, correction. Question for Trey. Christianity is true. What's the evidence for the resurrection of Jesus? Uh, like that's what you said the first time, right um, Trey, are you a, a fan of the minimal facts argument or do you think that's fluff do you think it's a like you don't use it do you, you know what I mean I right? think
2: yeah no I think it's good I, It's just an evidential argument it can't give you certainty like I said in, in my inquiry I want to find out I want certainty I want the the, the strongest possible proof rather than evidence and that's what I'm... my argumentation relies on.
1: You got it. This one from Mr. Creanon says, Astray, are we parts of God's mind or God's dream? How can anything be as real as God?
2: As real as God, but we're not God. I'm not a pantheist. I believe that we were created ex nihilo. We are contingent in our being. If dependent being exists, then if it were not that for which gives it its existence, holding it up, I don't believe that if God removed his hand, we would all fall apart. I believe we just cease to exist. Not only fall apart, we just cease to exist.
1: It's Andy Dufresne. I'm not Andy Dufresne. Sorry, I thought you were at the end of your sentence. But no, it's, been, it's, been, it's Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption. You guys have seen Shawshank oh. Redemption, right?
2: <laughs> I I saw it, but so long I don't even remember the movie. It's been twenty-five okay. years or
1: so. I accidentally dropped it. But what I want to say is, folks, I want to say thank you guys so much. We've got maybe time for a couple questions as I look for them in the old live chat. Thanks for that. Letting me know about that, that it's Andy Dufresne from based in the live chat. Thanks for all of you guys being so positive. I want to say 99% of you are so positive. Seriously, we appreciate that. And we do once in a while have people who are nasty, but we want to say we're nonetheless excited about the future. Modern Day Debate is going places. We're, and thanks to you guys, thanks to the speakers, they're the lifeblood of the channel. We're excited about the future at Modern Day Debate. And so I want to say thank you guys for all of our speakers who make this channel. I mean, they really do. I mean, like if it was me debating myself every night, it'd be a terrible channel. Mr. Crean says, "Try or, or Trey, would you still be Christian if you found out there was no historical Jesus? Like let's say theoretically that Somehow it was like historically, there's a historical case that can be made that was like irrefutable. And it was like, wow, this just proves that there was no Jesus. Absolutely not. This one from Romania. this question for Trey, what's more plausible? Jesus was brought back from the dead through a tri-omni-deity. In other words, like omniscient, all-knowing, um, omnipresent, All omniscient, and omnipotent. or something else um
2: well it's not just that particular fact it's everything taken together when you look at christianity from a historical perspective in the manuscript all evidence we have and all that it's uh nothing even comes within uh, uh the same stadium as christianity for compelling nature
1: you got it some some people in chat are saying james mute yourself yourself oh was it the sneeze did the sneeze freak you guys out sorry about that i didn't mean to Ah, uh, that one snuck up on me. You, you and know, I, say... I thought I
0: saw somebody in the chat saying, we should bring back inspiring philosophy to have a debate with scholar fiction. I you know, I was looking at the channel. It was one of the first debates on your channel way back in the day. myself and Michael. Well, you know michael, we I would love to have you back, man, and so we can we can have a conversation. It's kind of tough these days. You're a busy man, Michael. but uh, I'd be open to to being here and having That's... a discussion.
1: The funny thing is that is one of our, it's pretty old debate. Uh, modern day debate has been around since fall of 2018 is where we started to like transition from. Does anybody trivia, anybody know what we used to be called? Modern day. It was instead of modern, modern day,
0: day hysteria.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: I had you on my channel, bro, as modern day hysteria back. In
1: oh, the day. that's funny. You can actually still like, if you search the word hysteria on the channel, you can still go back to where like we had that word and like, old descriptions and stuff but i'm looking back at trey's old debate with jim majors so trey you and Skyler, we had like a hiatus we had a time where we didn't have you guys like the last year other than a month ago like we started having you guys back on again yeah. but it, it was just like we for a long time it was like you know we were missing out on you guys and i'm looking back at this this is yeah when we used to have the modern day debate logo, where it looked like the SmackDown logo from like mm-hmm. two thousand and one, and it had the wolf like breathing flames. That was our little mascot. That
0: was oh uh, yeah, that was great. That's that greatness. It was yeah.
1: We that was around the same era as our lasers firing out of the eyes of our guests in the thumbnail pictures. though that was that you was remember that? Yeah.
0: that was the Matt Slick trilogy. That's right. I was gonna that say. Aware. Yeah we, we had three battles within a couple of weeks and uh it was a it was very fun. So true.
1: night Nightwolf is in the chat and by the way Karag Nightwolf is a, a longtime viewer like I bet they've been watching since 2018. night Nightwolf used to be so determined to get his question in. I'm not joking like years ago this was. He would email me before the debate and he would say you know this question I <laughs> really want like I'm submitting it first. <laughs> And they say tonight, would Trey recognize Jesus if he saw him? If so, how? Uh
2: I don't know. I don't how. I, I mean, he's when he when he comes and returns, it's going to not come any question. He's going to come in glory. Uh, it's the end of end of time. But uh, if you're just to come, I mean, it wouldn't be biblical for him to come other any other way. So uh, it will be unmistakable when he in the second return. It's Paricia.
1: Don't. Juicy. I'm going to pull by the way. Oh, I have to go in like, literally I have to go in a minute. Um, actually folks, I'm excited. We are in, inter- I'm going to have a quick like chat over zoom with, I think I mentioned earlier, a new potential, uh, moderator for modern day debate. Just as I try to wrap up the PhD, it's been a huge help to me to have guest moderators like Amy, like Ryan, Converse contender about a year ago, he was helping out again, uh, as has hosted a ton of debates. Now I'm linking in the live chat a link to Skyler's debate with Inspiring Philosophy. So folks, if you want to watch that right now, I just, I'm going to pin it at the top of the chat. I highly encourage you. This is like a, this is like you'll be, if you watch this, it's like a down memory lane and you can see this old debate. Let me just see. I'm trying to get it so I can pin it. Two seconds. I need intense focus to do this. YouTube has (laughs) changed where like, it's not as easy to click on the three little dots. There we go. Okay. I just pinned that folks. So you have to go check this out. I'm actually like right now. Uh, and then you can see some of our old so-called artwork or, oh gosh, this was so long ago that it was before we even use like the overlays that you there, see on I'm, screen. It was, no, where was we used... one of
0: the first people to come on your channel, man. I'm telling you, it was early days, man. That was one I, of our I first James long. Yeah.
1: This, I'm reading the live chat of that debate. No joke. I'm like, I can see because the live chat is still on that debate. Let's see. What does it say here? It says, mm-hmm. "I saw, I saw
0: one with your name in." It.
1: Let's hold that two seconds.
0: The, we had a debate on moral realism. Is is on? Yeah, it was. We had a debate on moral realism. Was the topic of the debate?
1: But yeah, folks, you got to check that out. It's got twelve thousand views. It's from four years ago. So I leave you with that. You got to check that out. I've got to wrap this up. And I've got to say thank you to our guests. They make this channel seriously, and they've been doing it for years. Like I said, Skylar and Trey have literally been coming on here for years, and so we do appreciate them. You guys, thanks so much for coming on. It's been a true pleasure to have you tonight. Thank
2: you. Thank you, James. You're a kind host. Skylar, it was nice to see you. Thank you for the challenging debate. That
0: was fun, man. Anytime. Okay. All right. Amazing.
1: Folks, I'm going to do like a 2-minute post-credit scene letting you know about upcoming debates, so stick around. I'll be back in about 14 seconds.
0: Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for 2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.